Okay, hi. Hello. That's Colson. <laughs> hi, and welcome to the Wine and Cheese Podcast. I'm your host, Colson. And I'm your co-host, Kelsey. Special guest, Kelsey Rogers. <laughs> okay. Okay, what do we got today for him, Kel? We've got one bottle of Zinfandel. Paul Dolan. Yep. From 2016. Mm-hmm. Made in Mendocino. Is that how you pronounce it? Mendocino, yeah. County. 15% alcohol. It's a good amount. Um, let's see. Paul Dolan Vineyards is located in the heart of Mendocino County, Northern California, a secluded land of rich biological diversity and unique microclimates. That's cool. Mm. Grapes are sourced from the meticulously tended vineyards and our balanced winemaking practices support each bottling's expression of terrier for wines of unforgettable character. I think that's like... That's a cool word. I should add that to my list. Terrier? Yeah, what's that mean? I think like, uh, if you become, what are the wine people called? Like the expert wine drinkers? Connoisseurs. Conno- <laughs> they got a fancy word for them too, but they have to be able to recognize like where the wine is from based off like the earth it's grown in. Oh, wow. So like France has a different earth taste or grape oh, taste because so, yeah. the dirt. Then, uh, it's all about the dirt. In China, yeah. It's true. I wonder what Chinese wine tastes like. <clears throat> <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did see, just see an article about, uh, yeah, China has some of the oldest wine ever, like, found or ever, like. Is wine. that what sake is? Old wine? Old wine. I think sake is white rice. Yeah, rice it's rice wine. wine. Yeah, probably. Probably was rice. I don't know. Well, we have a special edition today. Today, yeah. we're going to be playing with aeration. That's true. So we have one glass of non-aerated wine and one glass of aerated wine. Am I saying it right? I think so. Okay. And we got this aerator at Target for five bucks. It plugs right into the bottle. Mm-hmm. Really easy, clean pour. But before we poured either glass, we did decant it for about 30 minutes. Yeah, so that might... And chilled it. Might make them both taste aerated, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Okay, so um, our initial opinion, should we try the non-aerated one first? Sure. That's this one. You can tell because of the way it is. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, smell it. Smelling like uh, it's got some potent, potente smell. A little vanilla going on. I don't know. Can you pick out any fruits? Fruits from the smell. Yeah, fruity smells. Right or no? Is yeah. it? I guess it's taste when you try to taste three, and three. Just tasted it. I'm thinking there's like some strong vanilla in there. 
Really strong vanilla. My turn? <laughs> Your turn, yeah. <laughs> I drank all the wine. Yeah, it does smell vanilla -y. Yeah. It's nice. I like it. Mm-hmm. It's good vanilla wine. It's like a rounder taste. It doesn't, like, sting any parts of my tongue or yeah. throat. It's mild tannin. Yeah. It's nice. I'm thinking, like, darker fruits, like plum, plum blackberry, maybe? Could be. It's good. I like it a lot. On a four-point scale, what would you give it? I give it a yeah, give which is yeah. three. Okay, probably a three. Yeah? Yeah. 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 Um, anything else about this? It's dark. It's a medium-bodied wine. Can't see through it at all. Um, are you missing stuff? It's not very acidic, I don't think, do you? Or alcoholic? Nope. Yeah, not very acidic or alcoholic, but it's got that 15% alcohol. Yep. Um, it's not super sweet, but there's a tiny bit of sweetness to it, I feel like. Yeah, it's not bitter. Anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> um, okay. So we're thinking this is maybe a little... This profile, it's like this circle and it says... Oaky, herbally, red, black, dried, earth, yeast. I think it's definitely oaky. I think so, too. And a little black. What? <laughs> it has black on that scale. And I'm thinking that's the fruit. Red fruit, black fruit, oh, dried okay. fruit. Black fruit, I feel like. Dark fruit. That makes sense. Um... Let's see. Anything else? Any other smells, tastes? I think, uh, yeah, just really strong on the oak and vanilla. Okay. Got some darker fruits in there. Not too acidic. 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 And not too, not too much tannin. Nice. So really well-rounded. That's a good one. Yeah? It is well-rounded, I think. There we go. It'd be good for, like, serving at, like, a party where people like wine. Exactly. If you're going to a party with some wine newbies, they may not enjoy or appreciate this as much. That's true. They probably like the sweeter, lighter-bodied wines. Like Oliver's sweet red wine from, from Indiana. Indiana. <laughs> but this one's good. I like it a lot. Okay, should we try the aerated one? Sure, this one was not aerated. That one was not aerated. Oh, I can't wait to try this. Yeah. Should we take another sip of that first? You go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I'm really liking this one. It is good. I would get it again if we're mm -hmm. just going to drink some wine one night. Yeah, it's nice to just like chill mm -hmm. with. It's not too whiny. You don't have to pair it with anything. How come they never put like the calories... I know. And carbs on the back of wine. I know. How'd they get out of that? You should look it up. Like, doesn't alcohol, like, for sure cause cancer? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Probably. So it's, like, not health. You should put some, some health stuff on there. Yeah. That. Yeah, I don't know how they get away with that. 
Ooh, this smells more vanilla-y. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Unless it's, unless it's my soap. Smell. Doesn't it? You mm. taste a difference? I think I can, but it's probably in my head. I feel like it's sweeter. A little sweeter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, or fruitier or something. All right, coming from Vox.com, very credible news source. Uh, virtually everything you can buy at a grocery store comes with a nutrition label, except one thing, alcoholic beverages. Why is it that alcohol is exempt? The short answer, or exactly the one we were looking for, <laughs> is that mainly as a legacy of prohibition, alcoholic beverages aren't regulated by the FDA. I had no idea. But a different federal agency called the Alcohol and Tobacco Tax and Trade Bureau and this agency doesn't require nutritional labeling. Wow. Because they want everyone to die. <sighs> wow. That's crazy. I had no idea that it wasn't regulated by FDA. Yeah. Maybe that's how they think that arsenic into Trader Joe's wine. Yeah, probably. <laughs> There's like a whole list of arsenic wines. Mm -hmm. Yeah, beer. I guess you don't have to do it for beer either. All alcohol. Or liquor. Yeah. What are we drinking, guys? <laughs> so does anyone even know? Like, even winemakers? If they don't have to measure the nutritional facts or label it, does anybody ever know how much is in any of it? I guess not. Unless they, like, got it tested somehow. Yeah. That guy we talked to, we talked to a winemaker in Monterey, mm -hmm. and he said they just... When they're making a blend or something of a wine, they just pour tons of wine in there and keep tasting it throughout the day. Yeah. And then just get smashed. <laughs> mm. All right. Cool. She's back. Oh, I got some notes about aeration. Do you have anything else about nutritional facts? Um, yeah, just, I don't know, the government's hiding it from us. That's crazy. Yeah. My notes are from the Wine Folly Essential Guide to Wine book. Um... So, here's a little tidbit about decanting and aerating your wine. Word for word. Decanting introduces oxygen to wine. The simple step oxidizes stinky aroma compounds into less detectable smells. It also reduces the concentration of certain acids and tannins, making wine taste smoother. In short, it's magic. It's magic. <laughs> um... There are lots of different kinds of decanter, um, decanters. Mm -hmm. A wine aerator is technically more efficient, although not as stately. So if you want something a little showy, although I think this little mechanism is very intriguing looking. Mm -hmm. For $5 from Target, it's probably... Yeah. Um, so the pour for increased air-to-wine contact, pour wine so it distributes on the sides of the glass as it fills. That's why when you go to a restaurant, they tip the, the glass. Mm -hmm. I wonder if they know that. Yeah, probably not. Oh, like, well, probably. I don't know. <laughs> uh, 
wait the bolder and more concentrated the wine the longer you should wait 15 to 30 minutes is a good starting point what to decant all red wines can be aerated an aerated wine won't store open for long so be sure to decant only what you plan to drink Hmm. cool so i do think this second glass is a little bit smoother and sweeter what do you think I thought it was a bit more, not acidic, but something really close to that. Really? You thought it was more? A little more, yeah. Than the first? All right, which one's aerated? All right, actually, don't tell me. Okay. And then we'll we'll do the Pepsi Coke challenge. So I think this one's probably not the aerated one. All right. Now I'll try this glass. I don't, I don't know. You this, think it's more acidic? This one tastes a little... Uh, is it bolder? Is it... Sure. Bolder. It just tastes different? I don't know. It tastes more. It probably doesn't even taste different. Because it's been sitting out in this glass for a little bit. Never mind. Let's no. Part of the no, I think <laughs> you're... It's good. Because maybe it's all in my head. We're different tasters. Let me taste both again. All right. Here, close your eyes. <laughs> I can feel the difference of the glass. <laughs> this is the non-aerated one. It is? Yeah, this one is sharper to me. The non-aerated one's sharper. Mm-hmm. But the aerated one... Smoother. Smoother. This one's the aerated one? Yeah. I like that one more. What do you like more? I don't know. We haven't even said that. I like aerated. I think I like aerated more. You do? Because it has... It's aerated. It's better. Okay. Um, Here are some notes about Zinfandel before we go into our cheese pairing. (laughs) It's a medium-bodied wine. High fruit flavors. Um, It says full body, like five stars for body. So I don't know why it would not be a full-bodied wine then, but okay. Uh, Three out of five starts for tannin, which I agree with. Mm -hmm. Um, Two out of five starts for acidity, which I also agree with. And five out of five starts for alcohol, which I don't taste as much in this wine. I don't think it's Maybe super alcoholic. Percentage or is that for taste? I don't know. It says profile. Profile. Hmm. Yeah, I don't taste alcohol. Dominant flavors. Red. Blackberry. Strawberry. I don't taste any strawberry, do you? I mean, if you told me it tastes like strawberry and I tasted it, I might agree with you. (laughs) You're just agreeable today. (laughs) Peach preserves. Not just peaches. Peach preserves. Peach preserves. Five Spice Powder, which I don't know what that is, but I want to get some. Yeah, let's get some. For our coffees. For a coffee? I'll yeah. put that like on our... Meat? Like chicken. Uh, and Sweet Tobacco, which I also see taste a lot in dark red wines. Dang, what if this has tons of nicotine in it? Oh my gosh! Freaking wine and what? That drug and alcohol administration won't tell us. I wonder what it would taste like, and I'm sure that they do this... Do you grow tobacco? 
Oh, yeah. Okay. What if you grew tobacco with in your vineyard? The facts, if yeah. any. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I'm dumb. No. Um, <laughs> Zinfandel, uh, the majority of it, of the grapes grow in USA, some in Italy, and mm. then very few in other USA. countries. You're supposed to serve it room temp, but we served it chilled. Uh, it's good for up to two years. This is a 2016 and it is 2018 now. What is good for up to two well, years? Well, it just says up to two years. I'm assuming that. So if you have like a Zinfandel from like five years ago, it's no good? Or you can like drink a little bit, then put the cork back in. And two years later, drink a little no. bit. No. But three years later. It doesn't later, keep for two years once opened. What? It's probably only aged for two years, generally. We can look it up. I don't know. It just says up to two years. For Zinfandels yeah. in general? Yeah. And the average bottle either costs or... Average bottle costs between 10 and 15, I guess, is what this says. It doesn't really tell you specifics of what these things mean. But I did buy this on sale. It was... Originally twenty three dollars at Whole Foods, and I got it for fifteen. What a deal! Zinfandel naturally produces a rich red wine. However, only about fifteen percent of the U.S. production is dedicated to this style. The rest goes into a <clears throat> sappy sweet rosé called White Zinfandel. Oh well. Wow. Yeah. So this is saying. Um, for Zinfandels in general, one-year-old uh, scores the lowest. Two years improved over one year, but still next to the bottom. Three years distinctly better than the first two. Four years still improving. Five years as good as four years, but not better. So I guess try to buy four-year-old wine. Wine in general or Zinfandel? Um, Zinfandel, four-year-old. Really? I wonder what this is about then. So this what is two this years means, old? It says up to two years. This, yeah, this was 2016. Well, this is, this is also just based on a bunch of wine tasters, like 50 wine tasters. My tireless tasters have tackled 48 Zins in recent months. So hopefully that's a big group of people testing those mm -hmm. 48 Zins. Yeah, I don't know. Um, anything else on that? No. This also says um, Zinfandels with lower alcohol, which is around 13.5%, uh, which is lower than this one, has raspberry, rose petal, spice cake, sage, and black pepper flavors. Those with a higher alcohol content such as this one, offers blackberry, cinnamon, caramel, jam, chocolate, and smoky tobacco flavors. Hmm. 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 Interesting. It's almost a full-bodied wine. It's the last one on the medium-bodied wine list, red wine list. Let's see if I got any other notes to give you. 
Medium-bodied red wines are often referred to as food wines because of their excellent ability to pair with a wide range of foods. They are often characterized by dominant red fruit flavors. Okay, this one, um, a medium-bodied red wine is supposed to go with a wide variety of things, like I just said. So it goes with most cheeses, um, delicate and nutty, strong and firm, and pungent cheeses. We have here today Rum Runner, Sartori cheese, and um, Truffle Gouda. Sounds legit. Cool. Ready to pair? Mm-hmm. I'll cut some of this. Do you have any news to go into? Are you looking up news? Oh, yeah. Let's see. I think this is the rum runner. <laughs> I love mystery cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Passenger plane carrying 60 people crashes into mountainous area in central Iran. Um... Oh, this was a weird story. Chinese and U.S. officials scuffled over nuclear football during 2017 Trump visit. So this article says, like, uh, some military people carry the nuclear football, which has all the launch codes or whatever for the nuclear missiles. They carry that, like, in presidents. Everywhere, right? In his entourage, yeah. And this is saying um, when he was visiting China... Some Chinese official or whatever tried to take the nuclear football from one of the Marines or tried to stop them at some point. Wow. Uh, but then one of the Americans tackled the Chinese guy and they said he never, no one ever touched the nuclear football or whatever. It's a really weird story. That is weird. I don't, it's crazy. Uh, this is, this is good. Uh, no, that's sarcasm. I don't know what this is. Syrian army to join Kurds to repel Turkish attacks. So Turkey's been attacking the Kurds and Syria. And the Kurds are like, hey, Syria, why are you letting Turkey attack us? We're Syrians. And Syria's like, I guess they're going to help them out now. So that'll be interesting. I guess we'll kind of yeah. be at war unofficially. Gosh, they've been at war forever like that. Um... Have they ever not been in a war? Syria? Yeah. Yeah. I guess like the Middle East. Yeah, there's always something. Yeah. I guess that's true for every country though, huh? Where everyone's always in something. Yeah, I guess America's always at war. Yeah, because we stick our nose in everybody's no, business. No, we just love freedom. <laughs> just making sure freedom. Make sure there's freedom. Sad. Sad. <laughs> what would you say? Uh... Trump, when he goes to funerals, he never <laughs> cries. He just randomly yells, sad. <laughs> Any other news? Uh, Cape Town, day zero, moved to June 4th. Oh, dang. When was it originally? Uh, I don't know. I think it was sooner than that originally. So they must have got some water somehow. Let's see. That's it. I don't know. Some other articles like uh, homeownership among young Brits plunging amid house pricing surge. So no one can afford to buy a house anymore. 
Um, I have a couple. Google hopes AI can predict heart disease by looking at retinas. Sounds good. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, that tech news. That's good news. <laughs> As Whole Foods Whole Foods merges with Amazon, local suppliers watch and worry. Which I did hear a couple weeks ago that Whole Foods they now keep scorecards for their employees, and whatever they're doing, it's pretty harsh because. Seeing a fellow employee cry at work at Whole Foods is becoming regular, yeah. <laughs> which like we always made comments at the Whole Food next uh, Whole Foods next to our apartment that everyone's so happy yeah. there. It's a great place. Um, so that's interesting. I wonder what those scorecards are all about. Human beings could achieve immortality by twenty fifty. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Maybe we should just try to be really safe until then. Like, never do anything adventurous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Bill Gates is planning to strip CO2 from the air and turn it into clean fuel. It's a nice headline. Yep. All right. We're going to move on to the wine and cheese pairing. Yep. I will be tasting, unless you want to, with the non-aerated. Yeah, I'll do with the... Which one do you like? You like the aerated better? I can have this one, yeah. and then after this podcast. It's tell. not that big of a difference. It's a huge difference. Huge. Okay, so I'm going to be tasting with the aerated wine, and he's going to be tasting with the non-aerated wine. That's true. The first cheese we have is Rum Runner, which is uh, one of our favorites. Yes. Special guest, uh, Neighbor's Doggo. Chiming in that this is, in fact, really good cheese. I think it pairs really well. It makes the wine way better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a 10 out of 10 on pairing. I really like it, too. Mm-hmm. The Rum Runner is just good. It's kind of like, how would you describe it? The Rum Runner? Yeah, it's, it's semi, it's a semi-hard cheese. Mm-hmm. Uh, white cheese. <laughs> Then like Michael from the office. This is a white. <laughs> <laughs> um, a little gritty. A little gritty, yeah. I want to know what the mac and cheese taste is actually called. Like, what's that adjective? Macaroni and cheesy. It doesn't taste like macaroni, but it's got a hint of it. Like, uh... Yeah. I don't know what that is, though. Yeah, because, I mean, macaroni and cheese... Does not taste like cheddar. Mm-mm. Like if you just bite into a piece of cheddar cheese. It's nothing like macaroni. No. Gouda's far m- closer. Far more close. Closer, yeah. So, they should name it macaroni and gouda. Yeah, they should. Because right now, they're lying. Um, Sad. I guess if you take cheddar, turn it into powder, probably add a little sugar, then that tastes like this cheese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Next one is our truffle gouda. You tasted this one before. Did you like it? So this cheese tastes weird, but weird because the truffle not bad. So we've had truffle cheese before, and it just tastes kind of like um, bad breath. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but this one, they're not like the gouda or the 
truffle cheese we had before, I felt like they were really trying to hide the mushroom flavor. This one has, you can taste the mushroom in it. It's not this weird hidden flavor you can't put your finger on, so it freaks you out. It's like, okay, this is some cheese and mushroom. Yeah. So it, it tastes... It tastes weird, but you can tell what it is. I was right. scared of that. It's a soft cheese, softer than what I thought it would be. Mm. Sorry. It was very limited at the cheese counter. It was very busy, so I just grabbed <laughs> grabbed it. Not as good of a pair, but it's pretty good cheese. Mm. That is weird. <laughs> it's freaking me out. It's very truffly. Yeah. So there's this restaurant in Palo Alto called Lemonade, and they make truffle mac and cheese. And everybody's obsessed with it. And the first time we had it, everyone was super excited because they had just opened. And uh, me and my friend Katie, who is also from the Midwest, so maybe it's a Midwest thing. Mm. But we, we didn't really say much about it. And then the next time we had lemonade, everyone was super excited. And then we both agreed, like, there's this weird aftertaste to all of lemonade's stuff. And it's this truffle-y. This truffle cheese has that aftertaste where it's just off-putting. Just, like, lick a mushroom. Mm. Yeah, I'm sorry. I made a bad choice on that one. It's good. It's, It's better than most... Truffle cheese. It's way better. We got this like Italian truffle cheese and had a very bad, bad breath. Yeah. Like diabetes taste. <laughs> diabetes taste. Oh no, I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any last notes? I feel like this was a really good one. We kept it short and sweet. Gave a lot of information. Yeah, if you'd like to sponsor our podcast, feel free to send a big old check. <laughs> we are planning a wedding line. where it would be nice to receive a bottle or two. Oh, <laughs> oh we missed two big big news stories. So okay. Elon Musk is going to start drilling for a Hyperloop in Washington, D.C. That's crazy. And then they're growing organs and sheep now. Are they, they just combined like some sheep DNA with human DNA and let it grow to be a couple of days old. I think they did that in Britain. What kind of organs? A new kind of organ? <gasps> Why don't we make new organs? That's what we're doing. Okay. Oh, like improved organs, like instead of a heart and a kidney, you get a heart knee. Yeah, or like a kidney and a liver. So they kind of do around the same thing. Yeah. Like what if you made a super cool. one? And for people on dialysis and stuff, you just yeah. blow it in there. Instead of a gallbladder, you got like a thyroid. Oh helper. my gosh! We need to call NASA. Yeah. Or we're making new organs over here. All right, get it. We're gonna get a uh, little DNA kit. Yeah. What do you call those? DNA kit. You can buy that thing to like make glow in the dark plants. Like you can like genealogy. I don't know what it's called. Plantology. Plantology. I'm pretty sure that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. we were thinking about making glow in the dark succulents. Remember that? You were super yeah. into it for a minute. The kit was like three hundred bucks though. Oh god. I wonder if we could make crisper in our bathroom. Probably. <laughs> crisper could make a new organ. 
Yeah, right? Yeah. You just take, de- like, the strip of kidney and a strip of liver and crisper it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's as easy as that, folks. <laughs> That's how easy it is. All right. Anything else? We're taking first round investors for our startup called Kidney Liver. <laughs> Kidney yeah. Liver Co. All right. That's it. Cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Cheers.